Go to John with me, if you would, the 14th chapter. John 14 and 21. Jesus said, He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. Does it matter if you love the Lord or not? We talked about that last Sunday. You know, uh, Paul said, by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit said through Paul, if any man love not the Lord, let him be accursed. Boy, that's strong, isn't it? I like what Colossians 3.11 says, Christ is all. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. How about you? He's everything. Jesus is everything. Everything. Nothing you want to talk about is worth anything or matters without Him. And apart from Him, He's everything. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the author and the finisher. Isn't He? He's the bright and morning star. He's the Redeemer. He's the Savior. He's the Healer. He's the Baptizer in the Holy Ghost. He's the Provider. The Protector. Oh, come on. Is He Jesus, the Anointed One, the Messiah? He's everything. He's everything. Christ is all. All. And without Him, you're lost. And nothing without Him. Oh, but with Him. You in Him. He in you. You can do all things through Christ. Ha <laughs> ha! Through Him who strengthens you. He's been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. But it's all in Him. And we have the mind of Christ. We have the anointing of the Holy One and know all things. Without Him, we're nothing. In Him and with Him, we got everything. Glory to God. And it's true concerning everybody, everybody on the planet. He's everything. He's all. Do you love Him? Amen. And you know, there's a big number of people, they believe in Jesus as a historical character. They believe in Him as a moral teacher. Of high standards. And a good and a great example among men. For men to follow. But they don't love him. They don't know him. And they're lost. Even though they themselves might be good moral people. And do some good things. This is the identifier. This is the line. Do you love the Lord? Do you believe on Him? Did I lose somebody somewhere? You don't have reservations about loving the Lord now, do you? (laughs) If you do, you either need to get saved quick, or you're in the wrong place, brother. (laughs) Because this is a Jesus-loving bunch. Tell me I'm right. (laughs) I'm right. This is a Jesus-loving bunch. Jesus knowing, Jesus serving, Jesus worshiping bunch. 
This much. This much. Yes. <laughs> Christ is all. He's everything. Everything. Everything from Genesis to Malachi is pointing to him. Come on, you know it's true. Every prophecy, every type, every shadow, every sacrifice pointing to him. Pointing to him. Pointing to him. And everything that's happened since him is pointing to him. What he did. How he did it. How he finished the work. Rose triumphantly over death, hell, and the grave. And is set down at the right hand of majesty on high. Wait until all his enemies be made his footstool. And he's coming back again. He's coming back again. He's coming in great clouds of glory. He's coming with all the saints that have gone before us. And those of us that are alive and remain, we're going to see him as he is. And we're going to be changed and become just like him. And we're going to be caught up. And be with him. And so shall we ever. Always. Be. With the Lord. Woo. I've done preached myself happy. My name. Is in the Lamb's book of life. I know it. Is your name. This is not imaginary. This is not a fairy tale. This book exists. There's a place you can go to in heaven. And there's that book. And there's a page. I don't know what page it is. (laughs) But there's a page. I don't know if it's at the top of the page. Or the bottom of the page. Or in the middle of the page. But there's a page. There's a page. And online such and such it says, Keith, (laughs) Keith Moore. And there's a page and there's a line. Got your name. Your name. Your name. Your name. And you know why your name is there? Because you love the Lord. You love Him. You love Him. To you, he's not just a good man. He's not just a moral teacher of high standard. He's not just a good example. He's much, 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 much more. He's the one who existed before there was a world. He's the one by whom the Father Has created everything. When there was no planet. He existed. And yet. He has become. A man. He took on flesh. And laid aside. His mighty weight and power and glory. And became just like us. Never say. Nobody knows. Never say. Nobody knows. What I'm going through. That's a lie. 
Nobody knows how I feel. That's a lie. Nobody knows what it's like to be here and to go through this and have to deal with this and have to put up with this. Not only does he know how it feels, he's gone beyond where you are. Far beyond. Nobody's ever was ever tempted like he has been and pushed to the limits like he has been. The Bible said you've not yet resisted unto blood. You never resisted and had pressure on you till blood came out your pores. But he has. He knows exactly what it's like to be in your shoes and far beyond. And here's the good news. He overcame. I said he overcame. He overcame making the way and showing you and I how to overcome. We can follow in his footsteps and we can overcome just like he did. We can resist temptation like he did. We can find and follow the plan of God for our lives like he did. Why? Because he's made the way for us to do it. Not only that, he's made us his own brother and he's given us his own spirit and he's given us his own name and he's given us his own word and he's given us all our brothers and sisters to help us. And angels to help us. If we don't make it, it's not his fault. (laughs) He's given us everything. Everything we'd ever need. And more. To be more than a conqueror. To be an overcomer. By the blood of the Lamb. And the word of our testimony. Glory to God. Somebody say, I love the Lord. Lord. Do you know him? Is he real to you? If not, friend, you got to get that change this morning. You got to get that change this morning. We studied last week where Jesus said, you must be born again. You must. And we saw in 1 John, how do you get born again? You believe that Jesus is the Christ, that he is the Son of God. And when you do that, You have an experience with him. Everybody does. It's called the new birth. And in this experience, he becomes very, very real to you. And you know him. Not like Abraham Lincoln or George Washington, a historical character in a book. You know him. Like you know your mom, your dad, your friend, your brother. Did you hear me? You come to know him experientially. He is real. And he's in every one of us. And when you, to know him, (laughs) is to love him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. He is so good. He is so good. When people, you know, when they talk about the Lord with ambiguity, and they talk about the Lord uh, and you can tell there's no emotion, there's no affection. It's just cold and dry and intellectual and scholastic. You know right away. They don't know him. They don't know him. Because when you know him. You can tell somebody that knows him by the way they say his name. Can't you? You can tell somebody that knows him by the way they hold the Bible. Can't you? They hold it a different way. You can tell somebody that knows him by the way they say glory to God. 
by the way they say hallelujah. There's something in their voice. There's something in their tone. They love him. They know him. He's real to them. Say it again. I love the Lord. Oh, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. You know, Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words in front of this evil generation, unbelieving bunch, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. Scripture also said, if we deny him, he'll deny us. Oh, that's serious, isn't it? You never want to be ashamed of being a Christian. You never want to hide the fact that you know him and you love him. I don't care what it costs you. I said, I don't care what it costs you. If it cost you a sale, if it cost you a contract, if it cost you a job, did you hear me now? If it cost you a house, whatever. You do not want to be embarrassed of him and ashamed of him and in any way, shape, form, or fashion ever deny him. But he said, if you'll confess me before men, I will confess you before the Father and his angels. We got a time and an opportunity down here right now to claim Him, to confess Him in front of believers and unbelievers. I don't mean you go try to preach the Bible and force it down people's throats that don't want to hear it. I don't mean that. But I mean any time it comes up and any time there's any question about it, you just wide-eyed and front and center go, yeah, yes, I am. (laughs) I am a believer. I am one of His. You're not one of them tongue talkers, are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's us. The whole bunch of us. Oh, talking in tongues. You never heard such talking in tongues. That's us. (laughs) You're not that bunch that believes in miracles and healings and stuff. Yeah, that's us. You are looking at some of the poster children for that bunch. That's that's us. They don't get any more healing believing, miracle believing than us. That's us. Surely you're not part of that prosperity bunch. Hey, hey. Hey, you looking at us. You looking at the ones that got the name. The prosperity bunch. That's us. And we make no apology for it. Because Jesus is a prospering Jesus. He's a healing Jesus. He's a saving, delivering Jesus. And we are not ashamed of Him. We are not ashamed of this good news. To everybody that'll believe. And he said, if you'll confess me like that in front of people, oh friend, there's coming a day. There's coming a day when the mountains are going to run and hide. When the sky is going to roll up like a scroll. When men are going to pray for the mountains to fall on them and look for some place to hide. And in that day, I'm telling you, Everybody's going to run that doesn't know him. But the Bible said in that day, we're going to be bold. Didn't First John say, we're going to be bold. How in the world could you be bold on a day like that? Because you know him and he's claiming you. He's going to stand up. And he's going to claim in front of the Father, in front of the angels and say, these are mine. I know them, and they know me. 
When he said, these are mine, who's he talking about? Who's he talking about? Come on, come on. Who's he talking about? Me, me, me. I'm one of the ones. I'm one of his. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Say, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Go to 1 John, please. You know, it's just a foolish thing that people get intimidated, uncomfortable about saying things like that. They get reserved and afraid somebody's going to think something funny about you. You know, some of your business associates, some of your neighbors or something, they're going to think something's funny about you because you're talking about Jesus. You're talking about the Lord. I'm not talking about trying to act weird. (laughs) I'm just talking about you loving the Lord so much and Him being so real to you. It just comes out without you trying to. It just comes out. And when it comes out, you don't start backpedaling, making apologies about it. Because if anybody's wrong, it's them that don't know him. They need to come over here and be just like us. They need to love him. They need to be fired up about him. Don't they? No, he's everything. And you know, the opposite is true. People will respect you if you stand up for what you believe. They will. And if you're not hypocritical. People are watching you. A lot of times they know you're part of this wild bunch over here anyway. They already know it. They saw you drive up over here. They saw you park your car in here. They know you're over here. And then they see you at the workplace and you're trying to act all intellectual and everything. (laughs) You're trying to act politically correct. All socially acceptable. And they don't respect that. They don't respect that. No, you're not making any points with them. They just think you're a big, fat hypocrite. Big, phony baloney. (laughs) No, no, no. You're not one way there, another way here. You don't come in here and put your religious hat on, turn into somebody else. You're saved in here, and you're saved out there. You love Jesus in here with the music going on. And the preacher waving his hands. And you love Jesus out there. With nothing going on. With people cussing and blaspheming around about you. You don't love him any less. And you're not ashamed of him. And you're not ashamed of what you believe. And if you'll be confident in what you believe. And unashamed. Even if they don't agree with you. They'll respect you. They'll respect you for that. Hallelujah. Did you find First John? Chapter 5, we're having a good service this morning. We've had healings, we've had miracles, we've worshipped the Lord, hallelujah. We've brought our gifts, and now we're excited about loving Jesus. This is a good time, good time. You know, quit being so heady, quit being so intellectual, and just run around the rest of the week going, I love the Lord. I love Jesus. (laughs) And if people look at you funny, just say it again. I'm telling you. I love Jesus. I love the Lord. (laughs) You think I'm joking. (laughs) Come on, try it out now. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I love Jesus. I love him. 
I love him. I live for him. He's my life. He's everything. He's everything. He's my life. My life, you know, I died. (laughs) I passed away. And now my life is hid in Christ. He is my life. He's everything. He's my boss. He's everything. I have to check in with him about everything. And I want to. Because he's right about everything. He knows what to do all the time. And he's so good to me, so good to me. He always has me at the right place at the right time. And he always shows me what to do. I always know what to say, where to be, how to do. Now, friend, this is not just being emotional and enthusiastic to no purpose. I'm telling you, whatever you say he is to you, he is able to manifest that to you more. The more you run around and say how good he is to you, you'll just begin to be amazed at how good he is to you. Because the more you say how good he is to you, he'll say, what's this? (laughs) Yeah, I'm good, but look at this. And you might have started out saying it by faith. And before it's over, you'll be saying it with tears of joy. You'll be going, oh God, you are so good. You are so good. And it pleases him to do that for us because he truly loves us. He truly loves us. Chapter 5, verse 1. Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. But... Everybody else is not saved. I know some folks don't like it like that. But that's where the offense of the cross comes in. What's offensive about the cross? Whole passages of scripture talk about the offense of the cross. What offends people about the cross and about the message of Jesus? It's this. That faith in him is the only way people find that offensive that upsets them I think what about all these other religions and what about all these other groups there's only one way only one way to be saved only one who is the one that is born of God the one that believes that Jesus is the Christ is that you do you believe That Jesus is the one who was to come. The one, the Christ, the anointed one. And everyone that loves him. Is that you? Is that you? Everyone that believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And loves God. And everyone that loves him that beget loves him also that is begotten of him. If you really do love him. You will love the others that love him. That are born of him. That are his children. By this we know. That we love the children of God. When we love God. And we keep his commandments. We love him. If you love God. You love his children. And it is how we express our love for Him. 
No need in us hollering, you know, the rest of the day about how much we love the Lord, unless it's real. And how do we express this? If you really love the Lord, you want to do something for Him. Don't you? If you really, truly love the Lord, you want to do something for Him. If the love of God, the love for God fills your heart, you get to thinking, Lord, what can I do for you? You've done everything for me. What can I do for you? Well, the thing is, he doesn't need his house fixed. He doesn't need any money. (laughs) He doesn't need any food or clothes. He doesn't need you to prop him up and encourage him. He doesn't need you to console him. Try to make him feel better. What can you do for him? Oh, he personally doesn't need money or consolation or or help or a house or a car or clothes. But what you do for his children, he takes it personally. Inasmuch as you've done it to the least of his brethren, the Lord said, you did it for me. Who are his brethren? We're his brethren. I said, we're his brethren. When they came in and tried to talk to him about his brethren one time, they said, what about your mama and what about your brothers? He said, look at these folks. The ones that hear the word of God and do the word of God, they are my brothers. They are my sisters. They are my family. If you want to do something for God, run out and grab one of these Christians. (laughs) And minister love to them some way. God takes it personally. If you do them harm, the Lord takes it personally, didn't he? What did Jesus say to Paul on the road to Damascus when he saw that bright light? What did he say? He was called Saul at that time. Saul, Saul, why are you hurting my Christians? Why are you bothering my church? No, what did he say? Tell me what he said. Why are you persecuting me? Me. He took it personally. Well, by the same token, what if you did something good for his people? Oh, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about today, friend. You can buy the Lord lunch today. You can buy the Lord a new suit or a new dress. You can pay the Lord's electric bill. You can, you can pay off the Lord's debts. Did you know that? You can console the Lord. You can minister to Him by touching His body. He takes it personally. It touches Him directly. When you relieve one of His children, it blesses Him. Parents, you understand this. Every parent in here that loves their child knows this. It doesn't matter if I say to you, you know, I I like you. I like you. You and I are friends. We are buds. But I can't stand your kids. I tell you what. (laughs) And when they were down, I kicked them to the curb. I thought, you sorry, rascal. But then I come to see you. you I like you. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. That's worse than kicking you. You think God cares any less about his children? 
He'd rather you said that ugly thing to him. Oh, you want a parent to love you. I said, you want a parent to love you. Phyllis and I have had opportunity on a few occasions to swoop in and help somebody's kid in a time of need, when they were hurt, when they were down. You talk about somebody that will love you the rest of your life. (laughs) Their parents will love you forever. (laughs) Why? Because you were there when their baby needed something. (laughs) You want the love of God to reach out and overflow to you and on your life? You help one of his babies. You help one of his children when they're hurting, when they need something. If you love God, how do you express it? You only look up so long and say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Okay, do something about it. Look down. (laughs) Look down and look around and show him. Show him. See, we've been talking this whole series about, you know, if you love the Lord, you're going to keep his commandments. What is the commandment? The commandment. The commandment. To love one another like he has loved us. He, How has he loved us? Man, he laid everything down to take care of us and to minister to us. If you love the Lord, you love his children. And when you do something for him, he takes it personally. Stand up on your feet, everybody. Say it out loud, I love the Lord. Lord. Say it again, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I love the Lord with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my strength. My whole life is in you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. My faith is in you. My hope is in you. All my life is in you. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.